the world is changing. 51 years ago, the War of the Wilds came to a stalemate. The people of the Grainor Peninsula set all plant life ablaze to stop the stranglehold and built a mighty wall to keep the wilds at bay. All the while, they sat atop their monument, never truly knowing why this all began. A likeness of peace blanketed the blasted lands. One year ago, it all changed. An ancient god, once bound by old magic, found himself free and took his vengeance as his shackles were shattered. The mountainous city of Bulwark paid a grave price, but in the wake of this destruction comes the first glimpses of the possibility for true and honest peace. Our heroes venture from their familiar homeland into the fullness of what their world was before the war, a world they've touched but never truly seen. They find themselves caught between a land that has tried to end their lives hundreds of times over and a country they helped decimate. Under the canopy, they seek glory, truth, and salvation. The world is changing, and their hands will guide it. Hello, and welcome back to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I continue to be your GM. Today, our four heroes explore the temple of Amareya Dejani. Thank you to our backers Shogun, Zan, and Carlin for their continued support. With that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down Another Path. Guys? Yeah? Why does GarageBand... I'm sure this is an easy fix, internet. Don't at me. Why does GarageBand default to red waveforms? Because it's terrifying. I mean, oh. I mean, red is the... <laughs> yeah, that's ominous. Red is the superior ominous. color, so you're fine. <laughs> like, I get that the, red the, the record button is red, but still. They're the waveforms of Angry Men. <laughs> the wa- no. Who watches the watchers? Who watches the red waveforms? The blue waveforms. <laughs> yeah. a- red versus blue. There. They keep each other in check. There we go. Can we make some more really, really nerdy references before we play lore. Dungeons and Dragons? Um, hey guys, here's a really good story. If you, if if we're looking for something to put in here, there's a story that from from months ago, but I don't think it made it into the podcast, and it involves um, Griffin. Um, being just glorious. Oh, God. So during the weekend of the Black Swamp Arts Festival. Oh, no. I don't know. I I don't know what this story is. You do know is. this story. <laughs> when I, when I, I, I say another three words, you'll know exactly what I mean. Okay. So we were walking back to my car, you see. And uh, we were about to cross the street from uh, no. you know, by, by, uh, by Stones to across to where uh, um, Insomnia Cookies is. <laughs> And there was people proselytizing outside of uh, out of uh, outside of Insomnia Cookies, like you do, as they do. Griffin, do you not want me to tell this story? No, I don't have you to. Can. We've so come this I, far. I went. Hey, Griffin, <laughs> just, let me, just let me say this. Okay. While it doesn't paint me in the best light, <laughs> it's not the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> do go, please, please, Zach. Continue. We're about to cross the street, going towards the people spreading the good word. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, hey, Griffin, what are the odds that when we walk by these people, you scream, there is no God? 
And so, for those who don't know, what are the odds is a, a very simple, like, modern, updated version of the dare, where you go, hey, so I'd say, hey, Zach, what are the odds you, like, you know, chug an entire bottle of ketchup? And I would say, eh, one in 30. And then we'd count down three, two, one, both say a number in that range. If we say the same number, you gotta do the thing. And I gave Zach, like, one in five, to be fair, because I'm- Just like a goof. Because I'm a heathen. We know this. And- yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I and I lost. So uh, we we walk across the street, and instead of screaming, what happens is a man goes to hand Griffin a pamphlet, and Griffin, oh, yes, it's, I was like psyching screaming, myself up. I was like psyching myself, getting myself ready for it. it and a guy goes to hand Griffin something, and he goes, "Oh, no, thanks. There is no God," <laughs> and just keeps walking. <laughs> oh, no. And then and then a, a, a long pause, and then I was here from behind me. How do you know? <laughs> and I kept going. That was, oh, and I was just like, in the moment, I'm just like, I'm <sighs> the worst. Like, I didn't need to do this. You did not engage. That's good. I, oh, uh, it was it was probably the best one of the odds how, I've ever won. How many drinks in were you at the time? Chase Greenlee asking the important questions. I think I maybe had like two beers. You had over like the two course. beers. So, so just, just enough to get me riled up. Cause like, that's why I gave Zach incredibly low odds. But then like, as I was, right. as we were crossing the street, I was getting cold feet. I was like, ah, damn it. Ah, shit. Like, and, and then he engaged. <laughs> and then the guy engaged. I was like, that's okay. <laughs> Got <some. laughs> So. You made it a personal experience, which is both better and uh, worse. Yeah. Which was great because we held it together for a while there. Uh, and then eventually we like, I feel like you could kind of in the air feel both of us like about to burst. I think I just started punching you. Just like being like, <laughs> did you get this man's name? Because it I was, would like to hear the no. story from his point no. of view. <laughs> that from his point of view, our engagement with each other lasted for all of three seconds. Three glorious seconds, <laughs> and it wasn't a good engagement. I will say. Jesus Christ, thanks, Zach. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Anyway, one of the odds is a great game. You should play it with all your friends. I am still mad that I lost our what are the odds while we were at Gen Con. I forget this one. I have a terrible memory. We were at karaoke. Griffin was joking about uh, going up on stage and plugging another path to this bar full of not nerds. Oh, I forgot about this. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Eve, despite the fact ah. that we were maybe 200 yards from Gen Con, like, we, like the karaoke bar was all locals. Yeah. Oof. Um, That's a bad weekend to go to so karaoke. We, the bar was 50% locals, and there is a very definitive, like, physical barrier <laughs> between the local people and the dorks that were hanging out Playing there. literal card games on one of the back tables. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, it was man. pretty great. That's awesome. No, that's the, and so we're hanging out there, and I turned to, to Griffin, I was like, hey, what are, what are the odds that uh, when you finish your song, you'll you'll plug another path up on the stage? And I don't remember what odds you gave me. They weren't excellent. They were I think excellent. it was like... One in 30 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I did not win. And I was still kind of hoping that you would regardless because it would have been very funny. I did think about it. Gotta, hey, you gotta respect the hustle. The only other really good one, uh, it was to my, my fantastic fiance, Nicole, that I got her to roll down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> but then she topped it. And as rolling, ro- while she rolled, uh, rolled down the hill, she went, as you wish. And it was very good. <laughs> it was real good. 
Oh, that's very good. It's a good game. Oh, boy. It's a good game. The four of you press forward, down a long and elegant hall, to a pair of metal double doors that are slightly ajar. Amore Dejani moves forward and opens one. The light from his lantern hits the walls, unleashing waves of color. A mural, beautifully painted, covers the walls, a massive red dragon presiding over a world at work. Massive buildings, blacksmiths, siege engines, cannons, more that you can't even identify. Along the edges, forests and mountains are painted in beautiful detail, and along the top of the mural, a single beautiful line of unbroken purple stone marks the top of the room. He steps forward and marvels at it. There are three doors. One to the left, one to the right, one to the center. And his hand lands on a pair of lanterns on the center door. He goes to open, and the door is locked tight. You... do you know the magic word? It is, uh... Not a word. Amarea uh, Kadabra. It is not a word. It is, uh... Switches that must be flipped. He points to either of the other doors. Uh, one down each hallway. Typically, the pontiff would ignite one door. The foreman would ignite the other. Oh, so we have to do this, like, simultaneously? No, that would be very complicated. Uh, <laughs> yes. It would, it would require yes. a lot of yelling and wouldn't be very cinematic for people who are coming to see. We like a little bit of flash. No, it's what's, uh, we just need to, to find uh, the corresponding lanterns and get those lit. All right, well, let us go. All right. Um... So, left or right? Let's roll the die. Let's do the thing. There we go. We're going left. Okay. Left it is. Let's go left. Wait, which was what? Never mind. I think Mordecai is caught up a little bit staring at the mural for just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like, not even looking away from the mural, just like to Amorea. Is this you? It is an artist rendering. Wow. I mean, I guess we've seen this already. I, I, I am physically a big deal. I mean, you're a big deal. I think in every sense of the word. Well, thank you. It's just, this is true. Roll me an investigation check. Okay. Ooh, seventeen. Okay. Um, Straight. You can actually uh, pick out a couple uh, more details about the mural itself. You see figures in the mural, not just the blacksmiths and workers that you saw initially, uh, but you also see uh, figures hidden amongst the trees and uh, in the mountains. Specifically in the mountains, you see a familiar figure, a red figure, horned with a long cloak. Hey... Also, at the very top of the mural, above uh, Amorea Dejani, you can see a pair of figures. A masculine one and a feminine one. They seem to be presenting a bit of a barrier between himself and the purple line above. Amorea. Mm-hmm. You made mention before, I think, uh, of the mother and the father. Is that, am, I, am I remembering that right? Correct. Mata and Tala. Yeah. Um... Is that and I point up above the that line of purple? Would that be them then? It is. So they're like above you, well, so to speak. So to speak. I, it's probably not that linear, I imagine. 
they were gatekeepers of a kind. They helped oh. the peace. They gave us you. Oh, weird. They are the creators of uh, of the sentient races of the world. Huh. But they're gone now. They left me. And without a word, uh, he moves left towards where the other guys have gone. The door opens easily to your touch. Even after all this time, uh, it still seems that these are, uh, that the, the hinges seem well oiled. And as time passes, many things change, but still more stay the same. You walk into what is unmistakably a dining chamber. Small circular tables dot the room. The center of the room is dominated by a large table set with metal dishes laid out. The side of the room has a hole cut out and what is very clearly was at one point a bar and there is a door far on the other end. Can we, um, I assume we can see? Uh, Amare Dejani has a lantern that he is carrying and it is shedding light fairly, fairly readily around the room. I would like to I make an intelligence check. Okay. That would be a three. Okay. I walk, I walk the straightest path to the door. Okay. And if I make it there, I try to throw it open. Okay. You do the thing. You walk directly across the, the, the dining room. No problem whatsoever. You notice, actually, you get momentarily distracted by how little dust there is. You kind of expected it to be kind of dirty, but things seem relatively well kept. Whether air hasn't been moving around here or what, hard to say, but not super dusty, which is kind of nice. I open the door, turn back. Come on, guys. What are you waiting for? Let's... We gotta keep going. Nice place you got here, Amorea. Very clean. Any stray bottles of, like, booze or wine? Roll me an investigation check there. <laughs> Eleven. You find a very old bottle of something. Excellent. It's hard to tell. I'll... Really, at this point, it's probably all of them. I'll experiment with that later. <laughs> bottle of something. Magic eyes. There is a very low level of magic coming off of uh, the dishes on the big center oh, table. Oh no, they're going to do a musical number, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> do you investigate them further? Yes. You pick them up. They're warm, like really warm. Like ouchy, oh. bo- like ouchy hot. No, like I could keep some food hot on <laughs> this kind of warm. They're just hot plates. <laughs> Oh, nice. Uh, I'll take a hot plate, sure. Okay. (laughs) Add a magical hot plate to your inventory. Nice. This is so good. Hey, does anyone want a plate that keeps your food warm? I'm good. Uh, That sounds like a thing that I would help make. This is so much better than the stuff we stole from Robbie Graves. Um, Amore, I'm sorry. I'm going to take one because this seems very useful. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think my power is going to wane too much if you take those. Uh, you know, I was trying to be courteous, but okay. Yeah, no, go for it. Those are fine. I just make a fire in my hand, like, I'm good. Okay, some of us don't want to be show-offs. No, I'm sa- no, I'm saying it's re- be redundant with my skill set. I mean, you don't have to sit there and hold your hand to your food. You can just put it on a plate. Guys, are we, are we, are we going? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Fine, <laughs> go. I think that, that that's that's teens of your voice. Oh my god, everybody. <laughs> Just stop already. Mm. Let me be in my room. 
A massive barrel, easily two stories tall, sits in the center of the room that Jackson opens to. The room itself is bordered by shelves and counters, and the shelves themselves are lined with uh, odd boxes and bottles. Beyond the barrel, there is another door. Just a big barrel? Uh, Yeah, big old barrel. Is there a spigot on the barrel? There is. I'd like to make an intelligence check. (laughs) You, You can. Two. I walk across the room, straight for the next hey, door, Jackson. and I try to throw it open. Look okay. At the, look at the giant barrel, though. Oh, that is really cool. We should get some on the way back. <laughs> I open the door. Do I die? You do not die. Okay. This is not. This is not great for Jackson that this is working. <laughs> right. Un- until it doesn't. Which until it doesn't. Roll of threes, baby. Let's see. But yeah, no, I go to the the spigot and give it like you know the, the a lift or a turn or whatever you need. Okay, uh, you turn it and water uh starts dripping. All right, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just do like a quick one to see like what's in there. Yeah, it, it, it's clear like water. Uh, it smells awful. Something has definitely been like growing in there in the couple hundred years. Uh, yeah, I close it back up. and Go yuck. All right. Gonna leave this here. Okay. Otherwise, it just seems like odds and ends, like yeah. tools. Re- kitchen implements. A couple okay. of random bits and bobs around. We're just in the we're in the mess area, I guess. Yeah. Alright. It's a place where stuff happens. Yeah. Happened. Happened. Okay. You you go for the next door. I gotta say, Amorea, this seems really inconvenient. So you've got to go through many rooms in the kitchen, and what if people are making dinner? Like, how do you, you just got to kind of weave your way through them to get to the button and then just kind of shout real loud and hope your voice carries back through six chambers? Well, typically, you would work with, uh, I mean, we're going back to the pontiff's office at this point because he lives, he lives on site. The foreman doesn't live off site, so typically the two of them would meet in the middle back in the mural room and say, hey, it's time for, time for church. We should probably do things. And they would separate off and go and do the things. Oh. Okay, and then they would just each hit their button, and then mm-hmm. presto, changeo, you have church? Essentially. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Instant church. Mm-hmm. I'm well, Ray Deshani's instant church. He takes out a notebook and writes that down. Now available at Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! <TM>, motherfucker! <laughs> Suck it, Amorea. It disappears from his notebook. The fuck happened? Right, what Copyright laws, bitch! <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you a bitch. A a power greater than in the universe than I. I shall not mention it again. I'm adding it to the document, though. Good. You open the door (laughs) to uh, what appears to be an office and living space. Ah, found it. A single desk sits in the center of the room, while a bed sits cold and lonely behind. I look for the big red button. You do not find a big red button... Darn. Go ahead, everybody. Roll me investigation. Seven. Twelve. Thirteen. With a seven, uh, you are able to... uh, You get distracted, actually, by another mural. Yeah. A mural depicting a village at work and at play. People are alive and well here. A building not terribly dissimilar to the one you are in right now sits near the heart of it. And there's a massive bonfire in the center of the mural itself. 
with the 12, uh, you go for what seems to make the most sense to you. You go right for the desk. Ah, it is right. Nope. You're, you, nope. you start flipping through the drawers and, nope. um, I, I remember that one time we went to a bank and I searched for the security button. Mm hmm. Under the desk. Yes. Uh, you go under the desk and you do not find much. What you do find is a bunch of crumpled parchment in a language that is uh, beyond your ken to read. Okay. I, I'll pick it up. All right. You pick up the uh, parchment in a mysterious language. With the 13, what you're able to find is uh, the lantern, which is inset to the mural. Mordecai is looking directly at it. It's just like a part of the mural, so he doesn't know what he's looking at. Uh, but you can see that it is actually the bonfire that uh, in, at the heart of the mural, there is a little wick on there. And right. there's a bit of a housing around it as well. well this is another one of these these uh, mural things here. Oh, did these Look at the fire. It's, wow. All right. Well, um, perhaps we can... Um, it said that we need to light things, yes? Like what? The wick. It's, Guys, it's, it's not over here. It's stone. Did you find a button? I can't find a button. Oh, wait. He said it was a switch. I'm sorry. And I, <laughs> I, I re-canvassed the desk for a switch. Of course. I step away from the mirror and start looking for a, like, a, like a sconce on the wall. <laughs> and two idiots begin searching the room while Zephyr <laughs> stares at the mural. <laughs> So the, the so the, there's a, an actual wick in the mural. There is a wick inset into the the wall itself. Cool. I go. Jesus Christ. Sorry. I go. Uh, oh, I almost said lost one. I'm like, that's not my god right now. <laughs> Deep preserve us. As I like, I'll pull out like my fucking like tinder box or something. And <laughs> oh no, no, I have my little dragon lighter. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just take out my little dragon lighter I have, and I'll. Light the wick. Okay. Uh, you light it, and it uh, goes up very easily. There's a little pfft, and you can hear the entire building shudder slightly as a handful of mechanisms that haven't been tripped in 500 years are tripped. Found I, it. I think that... Oh. Oh, oh it's an interactive mural. <laughs> I, I hold up a pen. I thought I got it, but that wasn't it. I walk by Mordecai, and I go, told you, and I, like, toss the lighter up, like, for you to, like, as I walk past you, and then go, actually, why did they do that? I want that back. And then I, I take my lighter back, and I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Amareya Dejani nods at a uh, a job well done, and he's like, do, do, right. do, So we're done? Do we go to the other side, then? Let's go to the other side, yeah. Easy okay, Before we go anywhere... Okay, I'm going to drink my simple flask of sunshine. Your yes. flask of sunny D. Let's do this. Yes. Yep, because your Estes I'm flask. still hurting from last one. 2D4 plus 2. Yeah, I'm down 3, so I'm doing all right. Great. I get 7 hit points back. Awesome. Oh, nice. Let's add down my sunny D glug, after glug. soccer practice. Glug, glug, glug. Get your calcium up. Yeah. I'm still not at full, just so everyone's aware. Oh, my all God. right. Let's go. Um, I am. I'll be the wall. <laughs> The four of you head back into the kitchen and notice something strange. There's water on the floor, and it's heading back towards the way you came. Is it coming out of the barrel? Yes. And it's heading back through the dining room. Like, of its, like, I seemingly of a natural flow or of its own volition? Uh, it looks like a trail 
of water. Like something climbed out? It's a reasonable assumption. Ooh. Oh, no. Axe. <laughs> hey, guys, did... Did we just... Did we just make a water zombie? No. I think, we made something, I think something I, woke up. Well, but we can all agree this is Saphir's fault, right? I mean, I think it's our collective faults. Okay, that was a, that was a bit pointed. Well, hey, okay. I'm built the damn place. This is probably his fault. Can we just not say it's anyone's fault and just go deal with it? Yeah, that's I'm a fair point. Okay, all right, that's fine. I'll uh, I'll take point on this one. Okay, pretty fresh. Always the peacekeeper, never the hero. All right. <laughs> Uh, you square up and you move uh, back into the dining room. Um, the light is lower here just because this room is so much bigger. Yeah. Um, and But there is a very clear trail of water that heads right back into the mural room. Following the trail, you can see that it diverts from where you're going. It looks like it is heading back out towards the main hallway where that statue is. Oh. So it looks like whatever it is might be leaving you alone. Does it look like a solid trail, or does it look like footsteps or something? Definitely like footsteps. Okay. How big are the footsteps? It's hard to gauge, because it's not like they are clearly defined boot prints. It looks like it's It's just a trail of drip. All right, well, we whatever it is, we should figure it out. Like, if it's a nice person, then, like, sure, stick around. <laughs> but, like... If it's a bad thing, I'm assuming we don't want it running around. There's like, hey! there's like miners out there. If some weird barrel monster, help? yeah, I don't want, I don't want Burl to have to deal with it. Everybody, go ahead and roll me per, uh, perception checks. I'm yelling down the the, the hall. Yeah, I know you are. Fifty. Uh, perception, you say? Yeah. Sixteen. Eighteen. You can hear scuttering away from you down the halls um, fully time. And then it stops when you start shouting for it. Oh, hello! Do you need help? We're friendly. Are you going to try and kill us? Because just please don't. Like, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> We're big Amore and Dijani fans, if that helps at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah by minor, minor illusion, a, a foam finger. <laughs> it says like uh, uh, like Amorea and the Dijani's or something, and I'm like he's number one, number one Dijani, and the, the Amorea Dijani there dragons. There we go. There it is. The fighting dragons. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you here? We'll see how that plays out in the thing. Uh, roll initiative. Oh no! Oh, natural twenty. Ooh, look at you. I never go first. You're gonna right now, and you're gonna want to. Oh, boy. I don't like that statement, Chase. Okay, let me kill a big thing. I haven't killed a big thing since, like, the Duragar. That's fair. That's true. I got an 11. Uh, 13. As you hear these things skitter towards you, and the things? light hits them, you see three massive... You're not even sure what these are. A lobster is the closest thing you could think of, but it has more legs, and the legs are more defined. Um, their claws are huge, probably about the size of your head. Ooh, is it thules? They are they are tools. Yes. Tools. Oh no. These are gross. They have yeah, like they're the, super nasty. They have like the the squeaky face things. 
It's, they're disgusting. They're wicked, sick, at. nasty, and they're coming for you. <laughs> coming this Friday no. in theaters everywhere. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You won't need the whole seat. You just need the edge. Because <laughs> you're fighting some jewels. And Mordecai. You're first. Oh, uh, Mordecai's thrilled. <laughs> like, like it's it's been a while since he's had a big scrape, and Reese felt so energized for this. It's literally like a kid in a candy store. I was like, Amorea, check this shit out. Uh, like, <laughs> he's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bonus action rage. Yes, for the first time in a while. And then I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna just charge full tilt. The first one I see. Take a. I'm gonna take a reckless attack with my great axe. Do it. Uh, ah, oh, so close. 19 plus 7, 26. That'll do it. Uh, ch -ch 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 -uh. 13 points of slashing damage. Excellent. And then for my second attack, I'm gonna swing in with the great axe, and then hold it off to the side with one hand, and with my left, I'm gonna punch it right in the face with my fist bites. <gasps> yeah, oh, yeah, fist bites! I'm gonna punch it right in its goddamn head. <laughs> uh, reckless as well. Yes. Uh, hey, that is a 20. I wrote a 19 and a 20. Awesome. So I, if I have written down, recall, I have a, a, a D6 strength plus strength and a D4 fire. Yes. Cool. That's good. So that'll be, oh my god, yes. Uh, 11, 14, 16, I guess, piercing damage, bludgeoning yeah. damage. And then, oh my god, I'm rolling high. Seven fire. Awesome. That was a really good round for me, guys. So I, I charge in with the axe, cut it across the chest with both hands, wind back, and then just sock it in the in the chin. You do a a palpable amount of damage to this thing, and it reels for a moment and then squares itself back up because it is now going to attack you. Hey, uh, it has advantage because I did reckless. Excellent. All right, let me take a look here. First attack. Is trash. Uh, 16? That does hit me. It smashes you with its claw, and it grabs you. Oh. 11 damage on you. Uh, and... reduced by half, because I'm raging. Yep. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me. Uh, 17. It, uh, starts slapping you with the mass of tentacles coming out of its mouth, Ew. but whatever it's trying to do doesn't find purchase. You are going to get attacked from one of the other ones mm -hmm. uh, that is going to hit as well. So go ahead and take an additional 11 damage. Okay. And 12 isn't going to hit you, is it? That will not. Okay. Uh, so the second one that's trying to attack, uh, they start fighting over you a little bit. <laughs> but uh, you're not really going anywhere. The third one... Boys, boys, that's enough for everyone. <laughs> the third one is going to go after Jackson. Bring it. And natural 20. Hey. It Wait. has been brought. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that has been brought. All right. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, that could have been a lot worse. 18, 21 bludgeoning damage. Oof. That's, that's a big hit. Take that. I take that whole thing. And it's going to go uh, try and smash you again. And 11. So I don't think that's going to do much for you. No, that one misses. Okay. All right. Uh, that is going to take us to Severe. Um, okay. 
Um, okay, so there's two on Mordecai, one on Jackson? Correct. Okay. How, how... The one gave you a big hit, yes, Jackson? Yes, it did. All right, cool. Um, I, uh, Zephyr goes, uh, and it goes, time to boil these crabs. And I, uh, spit a line of acid at him with the boiling. The boiling. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, that is, I believe, a deck save. Okay. Damn it, Chase. Forgot about boiling. We've reached the boiling point. There was a restaurant we passed by on our way to Ooh, Gen Con. Was a, I guess it was a crab restaurant, but it was just called The Boiling. It sounds like a That's cult thing. Good. Yeah, it, just, yeah. It, just, it sounded like a cult thing from the minute I saw it. Yep. God, you and Zan had a really good bit about that place where Zan was a small child afraid of the boiling. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's going to fail. So what's the damage? Uh, 15 acid. Nice. And which, I'm sorry, which one was it? Uh, the one on Jackson. Okay, 15. Good hit. <laughs> And I, yeah, I spit on him, and and it starts to. Okay, very good, Jackson. You're up. Jackson begins to cast a spell, thinks he's being very helpful, and then gets just kicked it real hard in the nards. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I guess it's time for old faithful. Mm-hmm. Bonus action, fighting spirit. Yep. I'm going to kill the thing in front of me first. Yes. I will attack. So many. Is this the silver special? This is, well, that's 29 to hit. Yep. And 27 to hit. Yeah. So that is first attack is 14 okay. damage. It's magical, if that matters. Second attack is 19 damage. Okay. Is it dead, though? Oh, no. Yeah, they're they're, they're pretty beefy. They're large creatures, right? Yeah, these are huge. Yeah, they're well, large. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 pretty meaty. And then I will take my reaction for parry stance to raise my AC. Actually, that's all I'm going to do for right now. Mordecai, back to you. You are grappled between two chills. I have no problem with this. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bonus action shift, so yep. all of my features accentuate a little bit. The beard grows wild. The eyes go feline or more uh, lupine. Mm-hmm. Um, I gain plus one to my AC, and then I'm going to gain eh, 13 temp HP. Excellent. Nice. And then I'm going to uh, just keep hacking away at the same one with the great axe. Do it. Uh, I'm already grappled, so reckless. Yep. Let's go, baby. Uh, f- double fucking threes, so <laughs> a 10's not going to do it. No, it's not. That makes up for the 19 and the 20 I rolled on my last attack. Yep. And then second attack, that'll probably do it. Uh... Uh, 19? Yeah. Sweet. Nice. Uh, 12, 15, uh, 17 slashing damage. Excellent. And I am stuck between a crab and a claw place. <laughs> I should have said claw and a crab place. Mm-hmm. Carry on. We got it. We got <laughs> it. Uh, first attack is going to be a uh, 19. Yes, sir. Second attack is uh, going to be a 12, which isn't going to do it. That will miss. So that is going to be an additional 11 damage on you. All right. Reduced. And for the second one, hit two and a one. So another 11 damage. All right. 
First attack hits, second attack doesn't, and these two chulls are just clawing at and you're you see your friends interrupted by Carapace. <laughs> and Jackson, this guy's coming after you again. Bring it. First I'm attack way more prepared this time. First attack is going to be a seventeen. Misses. Mm. I'm at nineteen right now. Second attack is going to be a 25, so that's defo going to yeah, do that'll, it. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. So that's going to be another uh, 11 damage on you, bludgeoning. Reduced. Mm. Reduced. I still take it, but... Right. Way better. Zephyr, back to you. Um... There's one that Mordecai has been beating the snot out of pretty handily on his own. Uh, there is one that is fresh, and there is one that uh, you and Jackson have been uh, doing a number on. Um, guy that is fresh. Let's go for that, friend. Um, okay. I'm gonna kick off a third level witch bolt. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, a spicy meat the ball. Mm-hmm. That's a 21 to hit. That'll do it. Okay. Draw 3d12. Ooh, that was really good. Oh man, that's thirty-one lightning damage. Oh, yeah, that's two tens and an eleven. Yeah, that's why Witch Bolt is good, even if like the subsequent attacks aren't that great. That first one is spicy. Yeah, that's real good. Alright, oh, so man. thirty-one you said. Alright. You Yeah, I, I I do a nice clap, gather the electricity in my hands, and then thrust it in its way. This is the the, the fresh new one. Cool goth kid ring, lightning arcs out from you, and this thing is frying, and it is angry. He's going to be mad at me. I got him, or he's got me. I'm not sure. For my bonus action, I I, I said to Mordecai, I'm like, it's going to be very upset. Please keep it away from me. Um, and our bonus action, uh, bonus action, bardic uh, inspiration for you. Nice. Oh, nice. D6? Nice. Yeah, nice, so D6. Nice, nice. Excellent. Don't let me die, please! (laughs) Uh, you do that, Jackson. I kind of just take a small step back and cock my head at this thing and go, hmm, you're not dying as quickly as everything else does. And then you hear, like, his neck crack. (laughs) Oh. Let's go. A soft wind blows through the chamber. (laughs) So, the time slows, and I'm about to murder this fool. So we're going to start with the first two attacks. Yep. 24. On the table. And 27. Yep. Wow. Oh, that is max damage on all of that. So that is... uh, First hit is 21. Okay. Thank you, Amarea. Second hit is... (laughs) Not that. uh, 14. Okay. All right. How's it looking? Uh, Bad. All right, I will Jackson surge. The Jackson is surging. That's a crit. Okay. And double dice. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Uh, that's 37. How do you want to do this one? Um, I want to cut off one claw on the way up, the mm-hmm. other one on the way down. All right. And then just kind of roundhouse kick it to the side and run at the one. Is it the one holding Mordecai? There there are two fighting over Mordecai. Okay, I'll go for the one that's currently witch-bolted. Okay, good call, good call. 
uh, just take off anime style, cloak mm-hmm. billowing, hair fluttering. Uh, attack number four. 23. Okay. Uh, ooh, bad damage. That's only 11 damage. Okay. And I might as well. <laughs> War Priest. Bonus action. One, once more. One more attack. 22. Okay. I'll do it. Uh, 17 more damage. Okay. And I breathe slightly heavier. And I'll take my reaction to parry stance. Call it a day. All right. I got you, Saphir. <laughs> uh, so you see Jackson do this thing where everything around him seems to slow down for like just a second, and then things are dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. F- familiar territory. Exactly. Uh, Mordecai, we're back to you. Um, Jackson is right up there next to you, and there is lightning arcing a little uncomfortably close to you now. Oh, no, Again, it's very familiar good. territory, but... Mordecai is like, he's in his happiest place, like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a while since he's been, like, in the thick of it, and he's, right. he's very comfortable right now. Uh, gonna keep swinging. Like, Do I want it. I want to chop one of these boys in half and eat his meat. So. <laughs> you got dinner! Like a crab. Right. I'm gonna eat him. So. Uh, first attack. I remember, reckless. Remember the last time we tried to cook some crabs? A parallel podcast. Um, yeah. Um, parallel first attack podcast. against the same one I've been chopping. Yep. Um, 18 to hit. That'll do. Yay. Uh, 16 points of slashing damage. Excellent. Second attack. Still mm-hmm. reckless. Oh, yeah. 23 to hit. That'll do. Um, that'll be uh, only 10 points of slashing damage. Okay. This thing is uh, not looking excellent at the uh, moment. But that'll take us to his turn. He's I missed that. To- I missed that little bit of extra D4 from the general. That was nice. Fair, it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, first attack is gonna miss. Keep rolling sixes. Uh, second attack is a twenty-three, so that's definitely gonna hit. That'll oh, be yeah. eleven damage. All right. So okay, and two to the Mordecai. Jackson, you are up in the grill of this one and blocking its way between itself and the guy that is arcing lightning onto it. So it's peeved. <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> he is peeved. I also I also don't get my fighting spirit bonus anymore. Right. Uh that is going to be a 17 and a 22 to hit. 22 hits. Okay. 22 hits. 22 so that'll be another 11 damage on you bludgeoning. Cool. I take the whole thing and I am now bloody. Oof. Mm. When was the last time that happened? I don't know. It's been a while. Because usually... Has that ever happened? I think it's happened once or twice. It's ha- not often. I did start this fight down hit points, though. Yeah, did. I mean, uh, still. And then I took a crit. Yeah. Yes. That's fair. Took a full crit. And Zephyr, you're up. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to just uh, cook this baby a little more. Do it. Come on, money. Big money, big money, big money. No manies, no whammies. That one was not as good. 17. It's still up, but it doesn't look great. And uh, Jackson. It's happening! <laughs> uh, so I, I watched this thing get even toastier. Yep. You know, oh, okay, well, I'll just kill it, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. Great. First attack is a an 18. Uh, that'll hit. Okay, good. Whew. Oh, boy, I got concerned there for a second. Uh, 19 damage. Okay. Uh, it's still up. All right. Once more. 
I am going to, because I don't think I've gotten to use this yet. So what I've just done is rolled a natural two. Sure. Which gets me to a 12, but I'm going to use Channel Divinity. Yeah. Guided Strike. Um, plus 10 to the roll after the roll, but before knowing the results. So I'm going to turn that two into a 22. Into a 20. That 22. will do it. Yes. A 22 is, signif- is sufficient. Well, and significant. And significant. <laughs> You're right. It's a good roll. Yeah. So that's going to be... 16 damage. And it dies. It dies. With just a little bit of Gaia energy. Just a little bit. A little bit. I, I, I swing and miss wildly, but the, the on the on the pullback, the tip just happens to drag right down the sweet spot on the back of the carabus. Is oh, Gaia yeah. the god that you get your your d- divinity from, or is it Cly? It's a little bit of all. A little of bit them. of both. A little column A, a little column B. <laughs> and, and, and a little bit of column uh, and a little amore. Polytheistic go. cleric. I, hey, I'm not picky about where I get my power from, just that I have magic. Exactly. I would make a horrible warlock. <laughs> <laughs> or a really good one, depending on what on uh, what kind of GM you had. Yeah. And Mordecai. I I will take reaction for Perry Stance, just okay. to declare it. Absolutely. GM, GM, can I use my bonus action second wind? Yes. Okay, I do that. Okay, good call. <laughs> cool. uh, um, twelve. I get twelve. Cool. Seeing seeing the one fall to the side of me, and the lightning kind of fizzle out. I kind of refocus on the the first one that I made contact with, and it says, "Just you and me, pal." And mm-hmm. just gonna reckless natural twenty and an eight, so I'll take the twenty. Uh, mm-hmm. So two d twelves. It's trash. Shit. <laughs> 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 One and a two. So, um, that'll be, fuck damn it, eight damage on a crit. It, yeah, it, it, it's barely sticking around. Second attack. Yep. Another crit! Oh my god! I'm not kidding. And that's a little better. Okay. Uh, 14, 17, 19 slashing. How do you want to do this? Uh, in, in back to the good old heyday of when Mordecai had his maul instead of the great axe. Just, uh, I, I kind of clobber him across the face with the back end of the axe, and you hear a little bit of the neck snap, and then I just lift full above my head and bring it straight down in the middle of its skull. Nice. How satisfying is the thunk? Is it a good crack? Oh. Oh, it's a good crack. It's like, it's like you're, it's like you got some claw breakers in your hand, except the claw yeah. breakers is gravity. <laughs> I rolled, what, three, four crits that fight? Yeah. Jesus. All right. The dice hot. Crit machine over there. The I rolled. No. Dice hot. I'm making up for past games. There we go. Apparently. All right. With that final deafening thud the room falls silent once again Amariah Dejani stands in the corner and is like what the fuck was that I don't know it's your it's your home I mean I'm guessing at one point it was dinner and then it just decided to keep living and it never stopped living cause nothing ever killed it someone say dinner I can eat I could actually, and Jackson like looks down. Jackson is not looking super green. You don't want to to to, to eat that. Um, 
Do you need help there, Jackson? Oh, shit. This is, well, I would... Mm. Oh, man, I would love a tight ten. I mean, we could we could take a break back in the in the dining room there. I bet we can... Do we think those we think those hot plates are hot enough to warm up some of that meat there? Ooh, I'm gonna do some experiments while we're while we're resting. Okay, absolutely. I'm gonna drag a, a I'm gonna drag a chul arm into the. <laughs> All right, room. you grab an arm of chul and uh, you set mm. for uh, set for some food. Awesome. So I'm assuming we're hitting short rest territory here. Yep, absolutely. Yes. Please. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and our network at ghostlightmedia.net. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia, a special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht, Griffin at Griffcold, and Zach at that guy, Zach Robb. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember that some things will just keep going if you leave them alone for long enough. <laughs> <laughs>